famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had no idea. I I didn't know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. (laughs) Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? Must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Oh, yes, indeed. It is the world-famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We are live coast-to-coast at Border to Border on iHeartRadio today, AMFM, 247.com. Tune in, iTunes, and, of course, uh, Spotify. I'm not getting that Joe Rogan money. But I'm not getting censored at the same time. Uh, get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com. That is your best spot to see what we are up to each and every day over there at JiggyJaguar.com. I just have absolutely no room on this desk. None. None. Well, I might now because Peter's leaving. But... Uh, <laughs> But we are going to go to our first guest of the broadcast day here. And we are going to see if we can get her on the old Skip Skype. The old Skype Rooney, as they say. The old Skip Skype. I love the Skip Skype. I have used Skype more during the lockdown than I have anywhere else. And, uh,. We're going to go to our guest, and she is going to join us here in just a few moments. Charlotte, welcome to the broadcast. Welcome back to the show. How are you, my friend? Hey, hey, I'm fine. So we're all set then, I think. Yes, we are We are set, and we are live here with uh, Charlotte Dennett. She joins us today here on our big broadcast, and uh, she has a tremendous, tremendous book out there. Um, you you took a lot of time and effort and uh, put, put a lot of energy into this book. Tell me a little bit about the book. Well, where to start? Well, let's start with the title. Okay. The Crash of Flight 3804. That is a uh, that was a military airplane uh, that crashed and killed my father um, after he was on a top secret mission to Saudi Arabia. There were five other people on board, all Americans, and uh, they were headed to Ethiopia. Yeah. So just keep that in mind because then the subtitle is. A Lost Spy, A Daughter's Quest, and the Deadly Politics of the Great Game for Oil. So, to me, that title sort of is uh, encapsulates a lot about what my father was doing once you read the book. You, you'll understand who was on the plane and what were they doing. The, the primary thing I wanted to emphasize is that uh, we, we don't think it was an accident. Uh, I had a, a, my father was the top master spy in the region at the time. And um, I started investigating this week. 
plane crash happened. I was born in Beirut, where my father was stationed, and um, it wasn't until I was a uh, an adult and a uh, investigative journalist that I began to wonder what it was all about. And I had at one point I was introduced to one of the one of the CIA guys that later replaced my father and and in our short conversation he said oh it was a terrible loss because my father knew so much about the Middle East he, he was uh, an Islamic scholar uh, studied wrote his PhD at Harvard um, spoke the language knew the Quran you know that was kind of rare yeah it's even more rare now but it was rare in those days so he was highly prized and then this guy said we always thought it was sabotage, so we could never prove it. So wow. that really got me going. <laughs> Holy and, smokes. Yeah. And, and so just another thing so people understand about the deadly politics of the great game for oil. His last mission was to determine the route of the Trans-Arabian Pipeline. And uh, that was uh, still in the process of being planned in 1947. Uh, but the idea was that it was going to start in uh, eastern Saudi Arabia, where all the oil is, yeah. and then it would cross the desert for a thousand miles. And now we get into the area of controversy. Where was it going to terminate? Was it going to be in Palestine or Lebanon? And I knew that because I, um, when I left uh, my journalism uh, stint in Lebanon that was in the early 70s and came back home, I was sort of a refugee of a civil war that had broken out there. Uh, I had a, a family vacation uh, uh, over Christmas. And as I started to regale my family about all my travels, I began to think that I was following in my father's footsteps. And I went up into the attic because I knew there was a steamer trunk up there that I'd seen as a child that had stuff in there from my parents. So I, this time, as a young adult, I opened it up and I found three scrapbooks of uh, photos, letters, and there was my father's last letter home and his last report. That's how I really knew that his last mission was full of intrigue. Because think about it, you know, is it going to terminate in Palestine or Lebanon? Are those not some of the biggest hot spots to this day? <laughs> yes. Yes. So that, that got me on the trail. And I got on to understanding what I call pipeline politics. So that's the last thing I'll convey to your to your uh, question about what the book is about but by my understanding of the intrigues about who who was going to control the pipeline what it meant for america it what it meant is america was emerging as a major power in in the world and in the middle east because of saudi oil and uh there were other powers including our own allies that were very threatened by this and i discovered that my father wasn't spying against the Germans. Now he was stationed there in 44. He was spying against our allies. That meant the French, the British, and the Russians. It was all wow. a big free-for-all that he uh, <laughs> learned about. They all wanted the oil after the war. Of course. That's what it was about. That's what it's always about, that oil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it... that's, my ex 
extended it. <laughs> Once I got into that and understood those dynamics, I began to get really interested after, um, let's see, what was it? After 9-11. And uh, then we begin a series of endless wars. We've got Afghanistan, yep. Iraq, later on is Yemen, Syria. All of these places are, are having endless wars. And so I started wondering if there was some, some kind of pipeline or oil connection to these wars, and lo and behold, I discovered it. And it's all in my book, and I've got 12 maps uh, showing pipeline routes that are going to blow people's minds. <laughs> I mean, it's already wow. happened. I, one, one woman, who, uh, Naomi Wolf, uh, she did a great interview of me. Uh, and by the way, most of my interviews, the links are on charlottedennett.com. That's my website. But her interview was really interesting she said you know as a jewish person i've always had questions about the creation of the state of israel i always wondered how it could be that the british who were still sort of acting like colonial colonialists in other parts of the world uh were being so kind to the jews to set up a state in Palestine. Yeah. And so what she found out reading my book was that there was an oil connection to, and I, I can elaborate on that, but oh yeah. And then she said, you know, once you see those pipelines, you can't unsee them. Once you <laughs> see how they're located, it, it just changes your whole understanding of the Middle East. And to my humble opinion it makes understanding a very complicated piece of real estate much more understandable there's my long-winded reply to your <laughs> question. <laughs> we have got a, a tremendous guest with us today charlotte dennett joins us here on our big broadcast coast to coast to border to border on iHeartRadio, also amfm 247.com she uh, bravely journeys to the epicenter of middle east hell with her brand new explosive new book the crash of flight 3804 a lost spy a daughter's quest and the deadly politics of the great game for oil. Uh, why does it always come down to that oil? <laughs> why does it always come down to that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think most people have the sense that oil is behind it all. But the problem is that it's not well reported. Uh, it's more reported now than it used to be. But the, re the reason I surmise is uh, that it's considered a national security issue. Now, why would it be? And here's a point that most people miss. Oil is the fuel of the military. Yes. You know, when I, yeah. when, I, when I talk to people and I say, hey, how does oil influence our lives? And most people will talk about, well, heating fuel and it supplies our gas. But the, the idea that it fuels our military doesn't come up. And the reason it doesn't come up is it's never explained, okay, or hardly ever. So this is the key point. Um, I learned that uh, Winston Churchill when he was first Lord of the Admiralty before World War I, uh, that meant he controlled the British Navy. 
And he made a very important decision in 1911 that he had to convert the British Navy's fuel from coal to oil. The reason was it was more efficient, it was cheaper, it made the boats move faster, right? But in doing that, he knew that Britain had plenty of coal, but it didn't have any oil. So when he made this decision, he said, we are going to have to fight on a sea of troubles to get the oil. And what was it that they got? The oil of Iraq. It was called a first-class war, war prize um, during World War One. And this is yet another part. You know, World War One. we think about the war in Europe. Well, there was another war going on uh, to get the oil. Uh, that was, you know, the famous Lawrence of Arabia story, yep. uh, getting the Turks out of that area so uh, the Brits could control all the oil. So that's, uh, that is why it always comes to oil, because if you are a major power, uh, then you've got to have access, ready access to, to oil supplies. Hit Hitler's forces, not Hitler's, the German forces in World War One, they lost because their lorries, their trucks, ran out of gas. And it, yep. and it was something, it was a lesson that Hitler never forgot. So that when World War II comes around, I mean, he's looking to build, to make synthetic oil at his IG Farben plant. And you can also see uh, some of his uh, military maneuvers. Key among them was uh, the North Africa campaign involving Rommel. And what was that doing? It, it was moving eastward uh, toward, uh, toward the Middle East. He knew he had to get that oil. He also felt he had to get the oil of Russia. And he failed in both cases. But that's why it's so important. And even to this day, um, you know, until until our military stops its reliance on oil, we're going to have these wars. Because you can't, you know, you have oil in the ground, it's got to be shipped out somehow, two different ways, pipelines or tankers. And the pipelines uh, have to cross through areas that have ancient tribal rivalries in them, for one thing. And then you've got... Um, after World War One, you've got the uh, the French and the British were mostly controlling that part of the world. Yep. And now we've got proxy wars going on, so that um, you know the war, the horrible war in Yemen. Well, that's really Saudi Arabia fighting there with the United Arab Emirates. But behind them are you know big powers. Same thing this, that went on in Syria. And, and what we've started to see, sadly, is a, a true entangling of alliances like what we had before World War One. You've got the, um, <clears throat> first of all, you've got Israel and its major backer, which is the United States. Uh, uh, and then you've got its allies being developed. That gets into this whole new peace plan that they're talking about. Yep. On the other side is Iran and uh, Russia, and now China. They're forming alliances. So you, you've got these major powers on both sides, and they're still jockeying for war. There's huge oil and gas reserves in the eastern Mediterranean. Right now, that's a huge hot spot. Um, so you want to ask me about it? I'll go into it. <laughs> it's just... 
Well, the thing, I've, we've got Charlotte Dennett with us today. She joins us live here in our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio. And, of course, AMFM247.com, Spotify, and uh, TalkShoe as well. So there, there seems to be, and I, I've always thought this was... Uh, a lot of people don't understand that you know there's there's the republicans and the democrats and or as michael savage calls them the Democans and the uh, republicrats because it's all it's all the same damn thing at this point um the, the the thing that i've been always trying to figure out is when are people gonna realize and maybe they're they're starting to realize it by reading your book that uh none of this crap matters because it's all about getting the oil it's all about getting the power and getting the money is that pretty much what what, what's going on at this point sure 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 so let's talk about um president trump's uh famous quote peace plan yes uh, and, and also, Jared Kushner has been very much behind that. So, uh, originally, it was called a peace plan. And then it started being called normalization of ties. <laughs> I suspect that they put that's it a, that way. That's a nice because, term. Because it's a military alliance based around protection of oil and new investments in the Red Sea and running pipelines from along the coast of Israel. I mean, that's really the essence yes. of it. Yes. And and um, oh, the the Palestinians, which is, their problem has been at the epicenter of the Middle East conflict. By, by, by the way, uh, we've we've got we've got Charlotte Dennett with us today. She joins us live here on Skype. We've got our next guest who's going to be coming with us here in just a few moments. Uh, but uh, I, I didn't didn't want to interrupt Charlotte, but I wanted to make sure everybody knew that uh, our next guest, Ron Zayas, will be with us here in just a few. But um, so so Charlotte, this this book that you've put together here, you've put a lot of time and effort into this book. Um, what was the research process like to bring this book to life? Uh, great question. Yes. Uh, well, first of all, I sued the CIA uh, <laughs> under Freedom of Information Act. Hey, you know, it, 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 it's probably a good book when, 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 when the sentence says, I had to sue the federal government. I had to sue the CIA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. And, and, you know, I got some stuff back, uh, but not enough. And... Um, Long story short, uh, the CIA finally started to really cooperate with me, and they even uh, ended up honoring my father uh, as a role model for officers. This happened last May. Uh, Our whole family was treated to the annual ceremony by the wall where all the stars are of the the fallen heroes, and they put my father's star as the first fallen star because he died actually three months before the cia was created he was with the predecessor you know oss central intelligence group well anyway so i got more i got more documents then and including a very important document called the analysis of work that my father had written right before he was posted to lebanon it had been heavily heavily redacted and lo and behold uh director gina haspel she 
she uh, um, declassified the whole document. It's very important. People can read about it. But it just confirms uh, that what he was up against or our former allies, they were his enemies. And um, all right, so then what else have I done? A lot of the OSS records are declassified. Fantastic. And they're in the National Fantastic. Archive. So I spent many months down there. And then I just went around um, interviewing people. I had a trip to Lebanon in 2011, got more insights on that. So that was it. For me, it, it's like uh, the thrill of the hunt. I love doing this stuff. Investigative journalism is, is a great field to be in. We Although have... it has its dangers. <laughs> <laughs> We have got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio and also AMFM, 247.com nation to nation as well over there in the United Kingdom. And um, so your book, uh, what's been some feedback or or criticism or, or anything you've gotten on the book? Uh, the feedback's been fantastic. I, I mean, it, this blows my mind, too, because uh, I've got universally wonderful reviews. And I think, I think the reason is because I wrote this book in a personal way. I had a personal mystery story to solve. And at the same time, I take the reader along with what I discover. And uh, so it's a blend of um, deep intrigue, mystery, what I call pipeline politics, but there's always that personal story about how much more I found out about the forces that caused that plane to crash in Ethiopia. I think that's why people like it. They like the blend of the personal, uh, the political, the economics, the geopolitics. It's all brought together. And I did that because I really wanted to cut through to reach an audience and uh, to try to put an end to these awful, endless wars. I know the American people don't want any more wars over there. And they don't want to lose their blood and treasure to oil. And I just had to get this book out there to show that that's really what it's been about. Even Afghanistan, folks, you'll read about the uh, Tappy pipeline and how important that was to run through Afghanistan if only they could pacify the warring tribes. They used the Taliban and then they uh, sent the American troops in and a, a lot of the military bases are along the route of the t- pipeline that's supposed to take energy from the Caspian Sea to India. Caspian Sea is a big, big oil-rich area, and uh, so there was the big free-for-all in the uh, starting in the 1990s, and then especially after 9/11, um, to get hold of uh, uh, to to send the energy south, as one south uh, um, one State Department man said. And so I do the same thing with Iraq, and I mean this is a truly tragic story because our soldiers were not told the truth about what, why they were being sent over there. They felt that they were avenging the, the deaths of nearly 3,000 Americans yep. in the collapse of the towers, and they were used. And they're getting, they're getting very hip to it now. There are a couple of vets, veteran groups that have combined. Uh, one of them is Vote Vets, and the other one is the, uh, I can't remember, the American uh, Veterans Association or something. I believe so. The, yeah. The, the, they 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 were they were in a, they were both 
guests on a radio show, and before they got on the show, they started talking and trading stories, and they suddenly realized that uh, from now on, they better have a very clear indication of what they're fighting for through an authorization through Congress. And they just, they don't want any more of these wars based on lies. Well, uh, I appreciate you making time for us today, Charlotte. This has definitely been a, a very interesting interview. I've enjoyed hearing about your book, uh, and uh, I, I've, I've been, I, I could talk to you all day, literally, about some of the different things that uh, people don't realize uh, is, is going on that... that is going on uh <laughs> you you are tremendous before we let you go charlotte how do we find you online my friend okay so so i have the charlottedennett.com that's my uh website uh i have facebook i'm on facebook as charlotte dennett um so, so that should do you can get all the information you want about me on my uh on my website including my email okay anyway in this terms of uh if you want to get the book the best thing is to just order it through amazon but you can also order it through your local bookstore or through chelsea green which is uh, the uh, publisher and don't worry if you can't remember the full title the crash of flight 380 floor as long as you go the crash of flight and google it in you'll find it <laughs> I, I realize that may have been a mistake putting that as the title but i wanted the concept so that's it that's awesome and, and i want to i want to thank you for having me on and uh we're, our voices are very much needed in in a very dangerous world right yes. now so i commend all journalists and radio people i i thank you so much Iggy. so there you go well that'll work well i will be in touch my friend because i, de I definitely want to do this again my friend have, have, have yourself a wonderful day charlotte same to you. Thanks so much for Thank having me. Thank you. There she goes, Charlotte Dennett. We're going to take a uh, brief time out here. When we come back, our next guest is patiently waiting on the telephone. We will get to them here in just a few on our big broadcast. Back here in a few moments, you are listening to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio broadcast back here in a few seconds. Welcome back to the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast, border to border, nation to nation on iHeartRadio. Also, AMFM247.com. Tune in, iTunes, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. We might not be getting that Joe Rogan money, but we're not being censored either. Get a hold of us online, J I G G Y J G U A R.com. Tremendous new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. We've got a great guest, by the way, coming up here in just a few moments. A brand new supernatural thriller is called Hell Hall. Just outside a desolate ghost town, inside a long abandoned gold mine, lurks a dark being conjured by the Shenandoah tribe ages ago to destroy those that threaten to wipe out their people. 
every descendant of the miners who trapped inside the hellhole mine suffer from a strange form of schizophrenia. Some say it's the family curse. It is a generally clean film, no foul language or sex scenes. Check out this incredible new Kickstarter.com. Go over to Kickstarter.com. Search Hellhole, a haunted mine. That's right. Victoryofthepeople.com slash hell-hole. Check it out today. Give them some of your hard-earned money today. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia. Worldwide. Next guest coming up right now. Okay, let's do that. Let's go to our next guest. They are going to join us today here on the old telephone, on the traditional telephone. And uh, we go to the phones. We've got our next guest with us. And uh, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, great. Well, uh, thanks for having me. My name is Ken Ehrman. I'm here with my brother, Michael. He was always the smarter and better-looking brother. Uh, and we're here to talk about a new product that we've been working on for the last two and a half years that is really uh, going to hopefully be revolutionary in the dog industry. Yes. Now, uh this, this is a heck of a product. It is a... Uh, I, 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 it's called Smart Halo, but it, it kind of explain it a little bit to us here. Sure. Okay, so uh, if you own a dog, uh, you may want to just let them out and get some exercise and play in the backyard, for example. Um, and when people want to do that, they usually realize that they, the dog may run away. Over 10 million dogs a year run away. So you need a fence. So what happens is there's you can either buy a real fence, which is pretty expensive. Usually that can be at least ten to fifteen thousand dollars, and sometimes it can even be more. Or you can buy what's called an invisible fence, which in that case they run a wire around your property, and the dog wears a collar that detects that it's near the wire, and it gives them a signal that you've reached the edge of the property. Um, and there's about a million of those invisible fence type products out there in the United States right now. But what Michael and I realized about two and a half years ago is instead of running a wire, you can just have the collar using a map that you draw on the phone, see where you are from a location standpoint, and do the same thing, alert the dog when they get to the edge of the fence. But instead of running a wire, you just draw it on your phone. So uh, how, how did you guys bring this about? How, how, how did this all come together? What were some of the ideas behind this? Okay, well, uh, the main way it came about was, unfortunately, about two and a half years ago, my niece's dog uh, got out of their invisible fence and was run over by a car. Um, it was very sad. Everyone was traumatized. Um, and it was uh, really tough for everybody. And what I realized is once they get past that wire, they can basically uh, go into the street and any, you know, things, bad things happen. And so I Googled how many dogs a year are run over by a car, how many dogs a year are lost, and the numbers were staggering. Ten million dogs a year lost and over a million uh, run over by a car. And so I said to myself, this is a problem I have to try to fix. I had been in with my brother the uh, tracking industry where we were putting devices on important types of uh, assets for Fortune 100 companies 
like forklifts and rental cars and tractor trailers. And we were uh, working at a company that was tracking about 500,000 of those types of things. And basically, I said to myself, there's a lot more dogs and there are all three of those put together. And this is a real problem that we could solve using our experience in technology. So, uh, gentlemen, how, how, how did you guys collaborate on this whole thing? Okay, well, right away when we knew we had a great idea, and maybe I'll let Michael head for the next one, but when we knew we had a great idea, what became really important to me was finding the right partner. And so I knew I needed Michael because he was a technology genius and had designed all of the technology that was installed on those 500,000 assets that I was talking about. But I also needed a dog genius. And so uh, the only person that was came to mind and immediately jumped to mind was a gentleman by the name of the dog whisperer, Caesar Milan. And so uh, I knew that I had to get in touch with him. Uh, that in itself is a very long story. But the bottom line is when I finally was able to get through to one of his business associates, when he heard about the idea and the magnitude of the problem, he was immediately interested. Um, we worked out a deal, and now he's been working with us for the last two and a half years. It's really the three of us, me, Michael, and Caesar, on developing the technology, making sure it works, and essentially Caesar helps make sure that our collar speaks dog because, you know, Caesar speaks dog and people speak phones. So you put the two together, and now you can have a way to communicate to your dog to make sure that they're safe, that they listen to you, that they're well-behaved. It's really like having a Caesar Milan helping you train your dog. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on a broadcast talking a little bit about this incredible, incredible new product. So how do we get this product? Mike, I'll let you answer that one. <laughs> right, so, thanks, Ken. So, uh, so our product is available online at www.halocollar.com. And that's the easiest way to get it. You can search for it on Google um, and you'll find it. And then from there, you just read about it on the website, go to the, the shop page and, and order it. And then from, from there, the product, when it arrives, we'll walk through how to use it, how to install it. And we try to make it as easy as possible for anyone to use. Right, one of the best parts is that if, for example, you already own an invisible fence, um, one of the coolest parts about it is that you can, now that your dog is already trained on it, you can take your dog with you. So you can visit your friend's house, you could go to the, uh, on vacation, you can go into the woods. You, wherever you want to take your dog, you could simply draw a fence, and now your dog will not become one of those terrible statistics. This is absolutely amazing. So what's been some feedback that you guys have gotten on this? Well, a lot of amazing feedback. I mean, people have been telling us. One guy said that his dog, for example, used to escape from his house twice a week for the last eight years. And it was a major problem. And that since they put the collar on, uh, he hasn't gotten out once. Wow. Other people just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Um, other people love it because there's a, a part of the gadget is the ability to press a button on your phone to signal what's called a return whistle. So oftentimes dogs don't necessarily come when you call their name. 
but they always respond to a whistle. So built into this collar is a speaker that the dog hears, and when the dog hears that whistle, it comes to you. So it's almost like a video game. You press that button on your phone, and your dog stops what it's doing and comes to you. And it really works. It's uh. It's amazing. This collar does speak dog, but so does Caesar. So that's really why. <laughs> that is fantastic. Well, uh, well, gentlemen, before we let you go, how do we get a hold of you online and uh, get get our hands on this thing? Sure. Again, I would go to www.halocollar, H-A-L-O collar.com. Uh, check it out. We would love to have uh, as many people join our community as possible. And we appreciate you giving us the opportunity to tell you about what we've been working so hard on for the last two and a half years. Definitely. Well, I would love to do uh, at at some point because we do we do this every once in a while. We've 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 had folks in studio making soap. We've we, we we've done all sorts of weird things here. I would love at some point to get uh, to 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 get one of these products so we could do a demo and put up videos and and, and things online because uh, you you guys have got a really great product here. Well, thank you. I mean, on the website, uh, you can go see that uh, there we have some videos up there already to see the okay. color in action. Fantastic. Uh, we would definitely like to uh, participate with you guys as well. And uh, we look forward to any kind of updates. If you want to have us back on in a few months, and we'll give you all the new stories. Definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, you guys keep in touch and uh, have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it, guys. There they go. We are going to take a timeout. When we come back, we have got more on the other side. An incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. Whether you're looking for meal delivery, identity protection services, or teeth whitening kits, or live insurance companies, Consumer Voices got you covered with ratings and reviews of the best products and services that they offer reviews and the best products in just about every category. Check out Consumer Voice at www.consumervoice.org for the best deals in town. Uh, that's right. Check it out today. Consumervoice.org. It is consumervoice.org. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Stupendous brand new campaign. Check out ffnd.co slash z-r-m-d-y-b. It is for the Infinite Gifts Ministries in Mesa, Arizona. Go over to facebook.com slash infinite gift ministries. 480-432-0785 if you would like to get more information on Infinite Gift Ministries. They're searching on Zillow and they found the house that they feel like they were supposed to buy since it meets all of their unique needs. It's an energy efficient off-the-grid house which has areas for farming and other unique features that well suit the ministry and community outreach needs. However, the price is way over what they can afford. One day they were browsing the internet. They found a really cool concept. 
crowdfunding to buy houses. Apparently, this started out with real estate and spread to individuals, making crowdfunding campaigns to fund their houses as well. Instead of crowdfunding for items for a wedding or baby shower or other landmark events, people were crowdfunding for homes instead. We thought this was an excellent idea and something we wanted to try for our vision of what the house is. And we need you to go over and support these good folks at ffnd.co slash z r m d y b help them out today they really need your help god bless and thank you it's a new year here at the world famous jiggy jaguar show and we are ramping up for a tremendous tremendous 2014 we have a lot of things coming up this year. We're doing a lot of television projects, going to be doing a lot of radio as well. And we need your help. Shop our Amazon.com links. You can do all of your shopping through our website at JiggyJaguar.com. That's J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. It's as simple as clicking on our Amazon link. That will take you to Amazon. Amazon will still look the same. It'll still feel the same. You'll still get the same deals. We just get a little bit of help off a commission from Amazon if you do shopping through our link. Also, we have our advertising available on Fiverr.com as well as many of these other micro sites around the Internet. We have a complete list at our website, JiggyJaguar.com. Recently, we had Dr. Ted Baer on the program talking advertising with us. If they said that our media doesn't have any influence, why would somebody buy an ad? Why would somebody buy an ad on your program? Hey, we don't have any impact. There's no reason for you to. So it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. So check it out right now. We've got everything available at J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting Transmedia Worldwide. Visit and shop today at shirtsandapparel.com. At Shirts and Apparel, they make it fun and easy to design your own T-shirts, customize a hat, hoodie, jackets, jerseys, and more. Need just one custom printed T-shirt? No problem. Just add your images or custom text on their T-shirts, and they'll print it and ship it to your front door fast. There are no minimum orders and no setup fees, so you can design just one custom shirt with front and back printing for only $10. Choose from many styles of T-shirts and apparel at shirtsandapparel.com. They also have hundreds of other products you can customize. Some of their most popular are custom drink koozies, coffee mugs, posters, stickers, clipboards, igloo coolers, and much more. So add your custom message, logo, or favorite photos on their t-shirts, hats, and more at shirtsandapparel.com and make them yours. Shirtsandapparel.com. Are you feeling creative? Mastering verbs are the key to learning Spanish. I want to tell you about a great book. It's called Spanish Verb Practice Sentences, and it's available on Amazon.com. Spanish verbs are hard for native English speakers to learn because there are so many tenses and conjugations. The power of this book is that it uses each verb in five different sentences, using natural everyday sentences that show you how the verb is used in its various tenses. Each sentence is shown in both Spanish and in English, with the verb highlighted in red, so you can easily see how it's placed 
in the sentence. 101 of the most common Spanish verbs are presented in this book. Along with the sentences, there are full conjugation tables for each verb, an introduction to Spanish verb conjugation, and a table of regular verb endings. Buy your copy today of Spanish Verb Practice Sentences, available on Amazon.com. Spanish Verb Practice Sentences. Welcome back to our big program. We are live coast to coast on Access TV. We are also live on the world famous Cheeky Cheek Wire Radio broadcast coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio and 50 plus AM FM radio stations across the country and around the world. We have got a tremendous new marketing partner we want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. As you can see on your screen, superbkart.com. You've got to go check that out today. That's superbkart.com. Brand new website they're selling halloween masks and costumes go over to superbcart.com that's www.superbkart.com tell me heard about it here transmedia worldwide we need you to go over and check them out today they're selling halloween masks and costumes check it out today at superbcart.com okay we have got a great guest gonna join us back here we have got ron zayas on the phone and uh i apologize i want to first of all apologize to you ron because i've had i had two guests who called in ahead of you who were supposed to be on next hour <laughs> so <laughs> i am just now getting to you my man but um the multi-talented That's the fun of radio it, it is it is i had one day uh, a couple weeks ago where the one o'clock guests called in at uh at uh noon the noon guests called in at two and uh i was like does anybody read their emails uh so <laughs> ron zayas is with us today a return visit with the multi-talented author um he is winning rave reviews from lessons from the lend master business and life lessons learned by a grateful son and ron is with us today here in a broadcast and also ron is going to be receiving an acclaimed Irwin literary award october 15th from the book publicist of southern california for the best business book of the year um i guess let's start there tell us about this uh this Irwin award my friend well I'm very happy to I got notification of that so it's a very prestigious award especially here in California a very well-known organization and name and business books are in a lot of competition right now because there's a lot going on in the world especially in the world of business so to to have my book recognized in that way is is quite an achievement and I'm and I'm you know very humbled by that We've got Ron Zayas with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on iHeartRadio. Also, AMFM247.com and uh, Spotify as well. And uh, Ron Zayas with us today. He is the multi-talented Ron Zayas. Lessons from the Lend Master is the latest. Uh, the last time we had you on the broadcast, uh, that book had, uh, had been doing uh, just gangbusters. Uh, what, what's been some feedback on the book? 
Well, again, a lot of uh, a lot of good feedback on the book, and especially in times that are going on, people trying to see how to apply the lessons from the book. How do they how do they do it to their business now? Because you know some people are in very dire straits, whether they're managers or owners. So not just reading the book, but then following up and saying, okay, so how can I apply this? So we've been spending a lot of time working with individuals directly. And, and helping and trying to get back, you know, not charging people, trying to make, you know, give back as much as we can to get people to write their shifts and, and bring some, I don't know, some sanity to their businesses in a very crazy world right now. So that's where we've been focusing. Great, um, great feedback on that, and I've been appreciating that. We have got Ron Zayas with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Now, Ron, uh, what are some of the signs that someone is lying to you? Let, let, let's talk a little bit about this because you cover liars in your book. Yeah, that's a big part, and that's you know important to person and uh, personal and business. So, a couple things: it's important to differentiate between people who are liars, and those are those are pathological liars. Those are people who are going to lie all the time about everything. They're going to be the ones that are going to be like cancer in your organization or in your family or in your personal relations. And then there are people who lie. I mean, we all lie at some time. If I ask my wife whether or not I've gained a lot of weight during quarantine, she says, no, honey, you look great. She's lying. But, you know, it's, it's done to help somebody out or at least to make them feel a little bit better. Pathological liars are the ones that are very destructive. And identifying them is extremely important. So number one, Look for people who talk about the future but don't talk about the past in any concrete way. So they're saying, I'm going to, I will, oh, it's going to be, you know, perfect in the future, but they don't talk a lot about concrete things they've done in the past. The second sign that you're looking for is somebody who over and over again, you know, everything's over the top. It's the greatest. It's the best. Oh, you're going to love this more than anything else. Most of us inhabit the real world where things go wrong, where they're not always the best. So look for people who can tell you that they've made mistakes. When they say they haven't made any mistakes, they're lying. And then the third thing to look for is look for somebody who continuously uses me and I when referring to something that ought to be us or you. So I am going to be the best that you've ever seen. I am going to deliver the greatest thing in the world that you need, and you need me desperately. Those are signs that you're dealing with a pathological liar and somebody who can only see the world from what they want at that moment. We have got a great guest with us today. Ron Zayas joins us here on our big broadcast. And uh, he is live here coast to coast at Border to Border on iHeartRadio with us today. 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. So what is the difference between someone who lies and a liar there, Ron? So, again, I mean, I, it, it would be hypocritical for me to say that I have never lied. I mean, did I tell a police officer that I didn't know I was doing 75 in a 65-mile-per-hour zone? I may have done that once or twice in my life. I, um, you know, have I told somebody that the, you know, the pimple on their face really wasn't that noticeable? Yeah, I've said those kinds of things. When people lie, and even when we're under stress, and sometimes we lie and, they're, you know, they're not lies that are helpful, People will do that. And when caught, people who just lie from time to time will feel bad, will make amends, and will generally own up to it. Liars build their entire life around fabrication. 
They're never going to admit that a lie is wrong. No matter what you show them, no matter what picture, no matter what video you run, they will say that's a lie, it's a lie, that, that never happened, and they will change their stories over and over again. Those are the type of people that when you see those behaviors, those are the ones that are going to destroy your business, they're going to destroy your marriage, they're going to destroy your friendship. You know, these are people who can't carry on relationships for a long time. They're people who can't accomplish anything. And what they've decided is that it's easier to lie than it is to ever accomplish anything. It is Ron Zayas. He's with us today here in our broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio. Nation to nation everywhere at iHeartRadio as well. And you can get more information at JiggyJagwire.com. So, you have got a tremendous book here, Lessons from the Lend Master. It's Ron Zayas. He's with us today here in our program. So, uh, why are liars so destructive? Well, because they change your reality. You know, I'll give you a really good example. We had somebody in our staff that was a pathological liar, and we came to see the patterns. They were working on one of our largest, they were a developer, they were working on one of our largest accounts, something that for us was more than a million dollars a year, and they were working on security for it. So they kept saying over and over again that the work had been done, that, that the site was being secured, and it wasn't. And because we were dealing with a very large company, they were about to schedule an outside expert to come in and see how secure we were keeping their site. Because this person had never been doing the work, didn't know how to do the work, lied about everything that they were doing, if that review would have happened, we would have lost that. Your managers started picking up on the pattern, jumped in, looked at it, and realized that no work was getting done. Even though there was a lot of effort being shown, nothing was getting done. Somebody like that can destroy your business because the number one thing they want to do is get to the next day, to the next paycheck, to the next bonus. And as soon as everything falls apart, they'll be gone and out of their way, and you'll be left carrying the bag. That's what's destructive about pathological liars. It is Ron Zayas. He's with us today here in our broadcast, coast to coast to border to border on iHeartRadio and also Spotify as well. And uh, the subject of liars here, why do we believe liars, Ron? You know, we believe liars for three major reasons. One is we we want to we want to believe the lie. You know, if somebody tells you you are the best looking, tallest, most talented human being they've ever met, you you want to believe that. So liars will prey upon our vanity. They'll prey on what we want to hear. If we're scared, they will lie about security or even about what's out there scaring us to make us feel better about ourselves. So that's number one. Number two, we tend to believe liars because we tend to like those liars. Not that we like liars, but if I really like you and you tell me a lie, I don't want to believe that you're a liar. Because if I do, then why do I like you as a person? And liars can be superficially charming in life. That tends to be a, you know, a pattern that they have. So we, we believe lies because we like the person that's lying. And finally, we believe lies because we know that if we don't believe those lies, we're going to have to do something about it. So if I have an employee who tells me everything's fine, no worries, everything's going well, and I believe that they may be lying, I also know that if I stop and call them on there, I'm going to have to take some action that may be very distasteful, and some people don't like to do that. So for those three reasons, we tend to give liars a lot more slack and a lot more uh, you know, ability to lie to us than normally. And then there's finally the point that 
we don't, most people aren't pathological liars. So they find it hard believing that somebody could be lying that consistently and that ferociously to them. It is Ron Zayas. He's with us today here in our broadcast. Well, Ron, we are up against the clock here, my friend. I appreciate you uh, making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us today about liars. I really appreciate the time, my friend. My pleasure. Always a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you very much, and I hope you have a good day. Definitely. You too. Before we let you go, Ron, how do we get the book and get you uh, on the web? You can get Lessons from the Lendmaster at Amazon or Barnes & Noble or wherever books are sold, or go to RZ, as in Ron Zayas, seminars.com, rzseminars.com. You can go on there. You can buy the book directly. You can also ask for help and um, get free help with your business, personal negotiation. We're there to help, especially in what's going on now. Fantastic. Well, Ron, have yourself a wonderful day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Appreciate it. There he goes. Ron Zayas. We've got more coming up after the break. An incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. Whether you're looking for meal delivery, identity protection services, or teeth whitening kits, or live insurance companies, Consumer Voices got you covered with ratings and reviews of the best products and services that they offer, reviews, and the best products in just about every category. Check out Consumer Voice at www.consumervoice.org for the best deals in town. Oh, that's right. Check it out today. Consumervoice.org. It is consumervoice.org. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Stupendous brand new campaign. Check out ffnd.co slash z-r-m-d-y-b. It is for the Infinite Gifts Ministries in Mesa, Arizona. Go over to facebook.com slash infinite gift ministries. 480-432-0785. 480-432-0785. If you would like to get more information on Infinite Gift Ministries. They're searching on Zillow and they found the house that they feel like they were supposed to buy since it meets all of their unique needs. It's an energy efficient off-the-grid house which has areas for farming and other unique features that well suit the ministry and community outreach needs. However, the price is way over what they can afford. One day they were browsing the internet. They found a really cool concept, crowdfunding, to buy houses. Apparently this started out with real estate and spread to individuals, making crowdfunding campaigns to fund their houses as well. Instead of crowdfunding for items for a wedding or baby shower or other landmark events, people were crowdfunding for homes instead. We thought this was an excellent idea and something we wanted to try for our vision of what the house is. And we need you to go over and support these good folks at ffnd.co slash z-r-m-d-y-b. Help them out today. They really need your help. God bless, and thank you. KJagRadio.com. I can't. 
KJAGRadio.com. 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 Visit and shop today at shirtsandapparel.com. That's Shirts and Apparel. They make it fun and easy to design your own T-shirts, customize a hat, hoodie, jackets, jerseys, and more. Need just one custom printed T-shirt? No problem. Just add your images or custom text on their T-shirts, and they'll print it and ship it to your front door fast. There are no minimum orders and no setup fees, so you can design just one custom shirt with front and back printing for only $10. Choose from many styles of T-shirts and apparel at shirtsandapparel.com. They also have hundreds of other products you can customize. Some of their most popular are custom drink koozies, coffee mugs, posters, stickers, clipboards, igloo coolers, and much more. So add your custom message, logo, or favorite photos on their t-shirts, hats, and more at shirtsandapparel.com and make them yours. Shirtsandapparel.com. Are you feeling creative? Mastering verbs are the key to learning Spanish. I want to tell you about a great book. It's called Spanish Verb Practice Sentences, and it's available on Amazon.com. Spanish verbs are hard for native English speakers to learn because there are so many tenses and conjugations. The power of this book is that it uses each verb in five different sentences, using natural everyday sentences that show you how the verb is used in its various tenses. Each sentence is shown in both Spanish and in English, with the verb highlighted in red, so you can easily see how it's placed in the sentence. 101 of the most common Spanish verbs are presented in this book. Along with the sentences, there are full conjugation tables for each verb, an introduction to Spanish verb conjugation, and a table of regular verb endings. Buy your copy today of Spanish Verb Practice Sentences, available on Amazon.com. Spanish Verb Practice Sentences. Welcome back to our big broadcast. You hear us worldwide on com. You can also find us online, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. We've got a tremendous, tremendous new marketing partner I want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. This is a tremendous GoFundMe campaign. We need you to go over and give some of your hard-earned money to this incredible individual. GoFundMe.com slash F slash homeless dash student dash robbed. Oh, that's right. A homeless and robbed student. Zachary Williams is organizing a right fundraiser. Recently found a job, and we've got a first shift while we were working. Someone broke into the car in the parking lot. We didn't have anything valuable than the school laptop. But they broke the window to the only safe, warm, sheltered place that we have in this world. Took all of our bags of clothes and winter coats. Zachary lives in a car. He has no family he can reach out to for help. No resources unless he can survive until his first paycheck. He was a student-athlete before college at the Redwoods, and they canceled their football program due to COVID-19. And without student aid and able to find a job, he lost his place to live. He's hoping and praying that he'll be able to repair his car, put a security deposit down on an apartment, and replace his stolen clothing, and buy a brand-new laptop so he can continue with his online education. Go out there and help out Zachary. 
at GoFundMe.com slash slash GoFundMe.com and search Homeless and Robbed Student and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia. Worldwide. Give them some of your hot-earned money today. And that wraps it up here from our big broadcast.